Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On December 7th, 2018, a date that will live in infamy. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that. Today's show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us today as the Executive Director of the Downtown Manhattan Beach and Professional Association, Kelly Stroman, and of course, with us because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you guys doing today? Excellent, excellent. Good morning, morning, Joe. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for having me back on. We love having you. It's always fun when you're on the show. Thank you. <laughs> and wow, what a week it's been with the rain and everything. Oh my you know, gosh. I'll tell yeah. you, I'll tell you, yesterday looking out the window, it was like, you know, Armageddon. The sky was black. It was pouring. Mm. The palm trees bent over sideways. I mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> Today you look out the window, and it's just blue skies for miles. I, I mean, it's just absolutely right. gorgeous out. The temperature has come up. Right. Um, yesterday when we did the show, um, you know, we, we did a holiday events roundup and I just kept, I just, you know, you know, the weather people, you know, Joe knows, Kelly, Joe knows how I get, I I don't give the weather people any slack. (laughs) All right. You know, that, that last rain event we had, nobody, nobody told us anything about it. There was no prediction. Nobody said it was going to be rain and it came down in buckets. And this time, you know, they were saying, oh, we might get a quarter of an inch to a half an inch. There were places that got almost four inches of rain. Riviera Village got over three inches of rain yesterday. So I'm still trying to figure out, do they not know how to read the radar? Is Does the radar even work? I, I, I mean, I just don't understand it. We have all of this technology, Doppler 7000, and, and nobody ever seems to get it right. Uh, I don't, I'm beginning to think meteorology isn't a science. 
Well, you know, one, yeah. of, my, one of my favorite lines <laughs> is technology is a blessing and a beast. And, you know, technology, the live Doppler, <laughs> you know, that can be a total blessing when it's, I think, when it's right. And then, you know, technology can be a real beast when it doesn't work or when it fails you. And um, the glory is it is a gorgeous day today. The rain was crazy. I always say when it's raining sideways is when it's time to hunker down, pack up, and, you know, go home. <laughs> and it was raining right. sideways a couple times the last couple of days. Mark, uh, Joe, 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 is um, is Kelly going in and out on your end, or is it just my end? No, no, she's fine. Oh, okay, then it's it's my end. All right, it must be my wiring or something. Okay, I'll check that out. All right, okay. Anyway, it's a gorgeous day, and it looks like the weekend is going to be absolutely gorgeous for all of these incredible events we have going on today. But today we're going to talk about something uh, very specific, right, Joe? Yes, we are, and... Actually, it's what's amazing is, you know, yesterday we were talking, Jackie, about coffee with a cop. People mm. think of coffee with a cop as some kind of, uh, uh, you know, national uh, effort uh, in many, many communities. But what people don't know is it started right here in Hawthorne, California. And uh-huh. as so many things start in the South Bay, um, we have one of the greatest holiday fireworks shows in the nation. And I'm and I, I know that sounds like uh hyperbole, but I mean the travel channel uh pretty much sort of locked it in when they <laughs> when they uh did a very exhaustive search and and selected us as a winner one of these past years. Uh this uh event that we're gonna be talking about today is truly of national uh, uh, quality, and and we're going to talk about it and have a great time and talk with uh, some of the people, uh, founders and producers behind it. So, Jackie, without further ado, who's our guest today? Okay, our guest this morning, uh, our guest this morning, Pete Moffitt, event producer, and Kelly Stroman, as you mentioned, executive director for the Downtown Manhattan Beach Business Association and Professional Association. Now, Pete is the founder and producer of what will be the 30th anniversary of the Manhattan Beach Fireworks Show. Now, as a former restaurant owner in Downtown Manhattan Beach, Pete loves Manhattan Beach and understands the power of bringing the community together. To do that with the nationally acclaimed and award-winning fireworks show is a true labor of love, a journey that begins in July of each year and culminates with the fireworks extravaganza the second Sunday of every December. Now, depending on Mother Nature, blast off is set for 7 p.m., give or take a minute or two. Now, Kelly Stroman is the executive director for the Downtown Manhattan Beach Business and Professional Association, producer of the weekly Manhattan Beach Farmers Market, and a Manhattan Beach Rotarian. Kelly also serves on the board of directors for the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. She wears many hats, but all serve to make Manhattan Beach the special place that it is. So, Joe, as I mentioned this morning, it's all about the 30th anniversary of the fireworks show and what attendees can expect this time at this time-honored South Bay tradition taking place on Sunday, December 9th at the Manhattan Beach Pier. Kelly, Pete, welcome back to the program. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Good morning, uh, glad Jackie. Glad to be here. Joe. Thank you, Jackie. Joe? I love being Thank on your you. show, and I love when <laughs> Pete joins us. He's so much fun to talk with. It's it's been a while. It, it's been a while since you've been on the show, but you, obviously from that intro, you're awfully busy. So we're thrilled <laughs> that you can take time out to hang out with us. 
Well, I think that I, I'm something. glad to be here, and uh, I, I think I should say that uh, when you're speaking about the weather, I, we have a special connection on that in that uh, Rabbi uh, Yossi Mintz uh, in the Friendship yeah. Circle are heavily involved in the fireworks, and we rely on Rabbi Mintz to uh, take care of the weather for us, and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's worked out perfectly. <laughs> he Does he know his that? job this year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he knows that. Uh, he knows it, and and it he, works, you know, because we had the rain yeah. just when we needed it, and uh, now we've got a beautiful, clear uh, scene ahead of us. So uh, things are working as planned. He's got an inside that, line. Yeah, He's got an inside yeah. line. Yeah, I like it. That yeah, he doesn't. That he doesn't reminds me hot Pete. chocolate if we if we got rain. Okay, <laughs> chocolate for the rabbi. Um, I was at I was at Griffith I was at Griffith Park yesterday, and the view was crystal clear. The yeah, right, right. Clean. You could see everything all the way to the ocean, all the way to the Hollywood sign. It was absolutely crystal, and uh, wow, uh, it, the fireworks are going to be spectacular. It's going to make it feel like the fireworks are even more on top of us than they already are. I mean, when when you're down here in downtown Manhattan Beach, you know, partaking in the whole afternoon, the events. When those fireworks start going off at 7 p.m., it, you know, if you're in you know in the in the core of the downtown area, you literally feel like they're on top of you. And mm-hmm. with right. the air being so clear and gorgeous and right. It's going to be those fireworks are going to be so brilliant. I mean, people, I would you know venture to say, Pete, you're more the expert obviously than I am, but um, the visibility factor for people, you know, down to Palos Verdes, up to even maybe even Santa Monica, right. is going to be outstanding. Right. 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 Oh, no, they're going to they're going the to the see, the the see them from Point Dune to 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 uh, the, the the hill. Oh, absolutely. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! We love that. <laughs> Bringing joy, yeah, that's, it's, yeah, to everybody. <laughs> go on, Pete. Go on. No, I was just going to say it's uh, the getting the whole community involved, and uh, it's it it's almost magical. I mean, I, as I prepare for this show uh, every year, the feedback I get from everybody I'm uh, involved with uh, to make it happen is positive. Everyone is positive and trying to make it happen, and working to make it happen, and excited to be there. And, can't wait for it to be what what has become everyone's favorite night of the year in Manhattan Beach. So it's just a it is a labor of love, as as Kelly said, to make it all happen. I wanna I wanna we're set gonna, the stage before we, uh, Joe. As I mentioned before the show, yeah. I wanna I want Pete to give us the whole history. But before we do that, let's set the stage for what this is for people that are unaware of of what this fireworks show is. First off, they closed down. Manhattan Beach Boulevard to traffic. Now, Kelly, what time does that happen? What time do they start blocking off the street? The streets start closing really between like kind of one and two p.m. At two p.m. they start you know hard closing them, but you know between one one thirty they're maneuvering around because obviously safety is paramount the entire afternoon and evening. So it takes it takes a long time to close down the streets clear them, you know, bring in whatever um, extra people or equipment that needs to be brought in, and then officially, you know, open the streets to the pedestrians to go put their picnic gear on. But, 
Now, starting about <laughs> one one thirty is when things start moving around, and um, all the signs are posted right now. So, if people are coming down, you know, to shop or eat or have brunch or coming down early for to set up for the fireworks, um, please make sure you read any no parking signs and, and pay attention to the times because uh, the last thing we like to do is to have to tow a car. Um, but safety being paramount. Um, Sadly, sometimes we do have to tow a car that is parked, you know, on Manhattan Beach Boulevard or Manhattan Avenue, all the streets that we close down because we've got to get those cars out of there so police, public works, traffic, everybody can do their jobs and clear it and make sure it's safe for everybody. Okay. That, that's the number one goal. All right. So, okay, so the street will be, be starting to shut down about one. So say by three, it's completely clear. And, and again, for those that aren't familiar with Manhattan, downtown Manhattan Beach, Manhattan Beach Boulevard is, is a pr- fairly steep street that goes straight down to the pier, all right? It's a, it's a, it's a straight line of vision, a uh, straight shot down to the pier. So they close up the street, and everybody brings out their beach chairs, their blankets, uh, picnic setup, and they start setting up in the street. And within a couple of hours, the all of Manhattan Beach Boulevard, all the way down to the pier, is completely packed with uh, uh, fireworks revelers. Okay, and it is quite the scene. All right, and 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 then okay, so all right, so that's the scene. Um, so so, uh, Pete. Yes. Can you let's let's go with let's go with the history of how all this started. Okay, well, it started, it's hard to believe now, but it started uh, 30 years ago, as I think Joe said. Um, I was uh, the owner and operator of a a Manhattan Coolers restaurant in downtown Manhattan Beach. We'd been open about four or five years and been having great success. And I've always wanted to be uh, an active part of the community. And so I, uh, when my manager of the restaurant at that time said, that she was disappointed. She grew up in Manhattan and disappointed that they canceled the 4th of July fireworks. I, I told her, I said, well, that's not a problem. I'll, I'll go to the city and see if we can get it started again. And, uh, and I did. And I immediately got uh, strong pushback from city council saying that in prior years, the 4th of July had turned out to be a, a negative thing for Manhattan beach uh, with fireworks bringing uh, a rough crowd from all over uh, downtown and leaving a mess behind. And so they were not interested in uh, recreating that scene. And so I, I said, well, then let's don't do it on the 4th of July. Let's just do it for us. Uh, and why don't we do it uh, in the Christmas holiday season when everyone's kind of getting in a good mood and excited and let's do it on a Sunday um, and let's do it early uh, and then let's don't tell anybody about it. Let's just make it local. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Pete, you, you that is brilliant. Uh, you laugh. <laughs> well, that, it, was, it, that was way it, before cell phones, way before Instagram, social yeah. media, blogger, bloggers. Do you imagine that? Way before the travel what a, what a website was at that in those days. That was not even on the scene, you know? <laughs> So, yeah. so we yeah. we decided to do that, and I think that's one of the things. And the city council supported me, and um, with that approach, and I had been active with uh, uh, leading a, a bunch of restaurant tours downtown, 
uh, with a little mini restaurant association. So I went back to all those guys and said, Hey, let's get, put some money together and let's get this going. And, and that happened. And in the first year, I think was 1989, uh, that we did the show. And I, someone said, there's like maybe three or 4,000 people there, but we, we, and we were happy with that. We just, you, we just were doing, you know, just doing what we intended to do. And the show, um, just grew naturally. We never ran ads. I even remember Parents Magazine and L.A. Times and NBC News and so forth wanting to do interviews and all that business, and I turned them all down because we we were trying to stay true to the intent of keeping this a local family event. Now, obviously, it has uh, word of mouth and all the technology uh, Kelly just mentioned it's not a secret any longer. Um, there's tens and tens right. of thousands of people who come down to Manhattan Beach. So anyone's planning on it, I suggest the sooner the better because it does get just uh, packed downtown. Right. Um, but right. I think what I what I think is happening has happened is that because we started it local, I think it kind of created an atmosphere. Uh, you know, people are less likely to be stupid and do stupid things in their own town. Um, and so I think we kind of established a family safe, uh, friendly community seasonal atmosphere that's holding. And we've had just very, very minimal incidents every year. I ask the police, do we have any problems? And every year it's not all oh, just one guy, you know, or something like that, but never anything major knock on wood. And it's just a big, wonderful gathering of thousands of people that are all in a good mood and celebrating. And it is really magical. Oh, it most definitely is a family event. I mean, once you get down to Manhattan Beach Boulevard and the streets blocked off and all those people, it's definitely a family event. There's a bunch of little kids running around, so you're right. You definitely yeah. established that. Um, I, you know, right. I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you something, Pete, <laughs> because you know, um, all of you know, all of the cities in the South Bay have their uh, their hometown events. Uh, whether it's for the yeah. holidays, you know, or for the July, whatever it is. And I'll be honest with you, um, I actually sometimes feel a little guilty with my website <laughs> that I post everybody's information on there. I mean, I know I'm not the only one doing it now, but, um, for you know, one of the things, the reason I established my website in the first place was that the people in El Segundo had no idea what was going on in Torrance, and the people in Redondo had no idea what was going right. on in and the people in Manhattan Beach didn't know what was going on on the Hill. And I thought, there were all these great things. Everybody has a tendency to stay in their own little bubble. You know, yeah, no, that's they, true. They get out and experience other stuff. And, but I still sometimes feel a little guilty for, um, for letting the world know what's going on. But, <laughs> you know, I guess that's, yeah. you know, it's not, you know, it's not just me. Well, there's always <laughs> two sides of everything. But I, I, I didn't have a website for many years for, for the reason we we talked about, but, I finally decided that we needed to put one up because we needed some way to quickly get out the message to the community about the go or no go status of the show due to weather. And yeah. so we put up a we put up a website and we have the weather forecast on there and and uh, we if we needed to try to communicate with uh, the community then that would be a way to do it. Um one one thing that most people don't understand is that from a weather standpoint, um, mm. unless it's a, a deluge like we had here yesterday, um, the rain is not a problem for the fireworks. The, they're prepared for that. Mm -hmm. They have it all covered. 
and so forth. Mm-hmm. The the things that that we're concerned about in the fire department and, and the team is concerned about weather wise is wind. That's the first uh, the first thing we're concerned about because we don't want a strong wind blowing from the ocean or from the west to the east. It might blow something into the city that we don't want. So right. the, the the team the team literally has balloons um, that we launch at various times up prior to the show to see how the wind is blowing uh, and which direction it's blowing uh, because um, if it's it, the wind can be different two hundred feet three hundred feet over above uh, above sea level than it is right at the ground. So we watch those balloons to see which way the weather is, uh, the wind is blowing, and that's uh, a major factor. And I think the, we've, I think in all the years we've only had one like ten minute delay, and it was for that reason the wind was just too hectic. Um, so uh, that and the, another thing that is uh, always a uh, concern is that if it gets foggy. <laughs> I remember yeah. one year it was margin, one year it was marginally foggy or cloudy, and uh, you could see the shells going off, but it was like looking through a paper towel or something. You know, it wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, uh, but no, the weather looks uh, – but <laughs> this year the weather looks great, and so uh, like we're saying, it's going to be beautiful, clear. And what really makes that view so special is being able to see the Manhattan Beach Pier um, all lit up and then see the fireworks above it. It just makes it really personal. And we have a snow park where – Thousands of people take pictures of their children standing next to a snowman uh, with the Manhattan Beach Pier all lit up behind them. You know, so it's really a, a beautiful right. setting. Man. I have to believe, I have to believe that since you've been on the Travel Channel, that there are probably people from all over the world coming to see the show. Now, you know how there are people that go over all over the world for like amusement parks or roller coasters there there are people that literally travel all over the world for fireworks show and i mean this is this was a national winner so i gotta imagine that people just come from all over the world to see this well it may be i i know that people plan i get calls from people now although we pretty well established now that it's always the second sunday in december so that that is pretty well established but i get calls from people wanting to know um, uh, what the date is because they're going to go to Europe or something and they don't, don't want to miss it. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we have a whole, we have a whole bunch of sponsors and they all find a way to be in town on fireworks night, despite all their business elsewhere. Now, Pete, you yeah. have discussed a little bit of the history, but I want to talk about the tech. Can you talk a little bit about the technology and also the special people behind that technology? Sure, sure. I'd be glad to, Joe. The, uh, you just put your finger on what one of the six or seven things I think that, that make the show so special, and that's the people involved. Um, and uh, we use a company called Fireworks America. Um, and the way those companies work is they have uh, crews that are part-time crews that just go to work when there's a show to be done. Um, and that's the way it works on the 4th of July, which, which by the way, is another reason why our, our – our show is so special is that if I'm, if I'm doing a fireworks show on the 4th of July, the, the, sh- the companies are so busy doing hundreds of shows that um, they, uh, excuse me, let me close this door. Thank you. Uh, that, that uh, you just get show A, B or C and from whatever operator mm-hmm. they have. 
but our show being mm-hmm. off season uh, just frees up all of that. And the, the fireworks company is really happy to hear from us. Uh, and they put their <laughs> best efforts to make it a special show. And then the team that works on the, on the, on the job is uh, headed up by Francis Marquez, which she's been doing it, Francis, for maybe 20 years now. She does all the fireworks for Disneyland, as I think we mentioned earlier. And then John Noonan mm. um, is an engineer at Disney Imagineering up in Burbank. John is the one that I first interact with every year because what many people don't understand is that the show design starts with the music. Um, the music mm. is key. Um, and so what John will do, we'll pick 15 or so songs that he thinks would make a great show, sends me a soundtrack and then I listen to it. And it's, it's, it's always fun for me. I'm sitting here in August and uh, listening to Christmas music. It starts to get me in the mood early. (laughs) Um, so, so John and I kind of negotiate, you know, do we want old songs that everybody knows? Do we want new songs or what combination of songs do we want and so forth? So we pick a soundtrack. And then from that, uh, John does the designing to choreograph the shelves with the music. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the things I tell everyone uh, is that you can see the show from, you know, from your home or from a mile away and so forth, which thousands do. But if you're lucky enough to be down where you can hear the music and see the shells at the same time and get pulled from the energy of all the happy people and kids around you, uh, it's really a very special night. And mm. uh, the choreographing the, the shells is with the music is way more complicated than you would think because imagine on the downbeat, you want to see the shell explode at the same, at the right time. Um, but in order for that to happen, each shell has four different fuses um, and mm. of, uh, fractions of a second, but each of those fractions of a second needs to be figured into the, into the show. And, and, and for example, there's a fuse to light the shell and that fuse burns for a certain amount of time. And then there's a, there's a fuse for the lift to lift the shell into the sky. And that Mm -hmm. is another fraction of a second and takes another fraction for the shell to get to say two or 300 feet high. And then there's another uh, fuse that distributes the fireworks so that they're all out in the air and then the fourth one is when they become visible. And so mm. there's this four-step process for thousands of shells choreographed to, you know, the music for, say, 20 minutes. And so it's a very complex behind-the-scenes uh, program that, of course, is computer-driven now. But that's what mm-hmm. goes into being able to have the music and the uh, fireworks sync together. That was a great description. I love it. Yeah, it's really fun. I, one of the other stories I like to tell is that uh, is that sometimes you'll see a happy face uh, or a USA right. if it's Fourth of July or a heart. Sometimes you'll see hearts in the sky, and mm-hmm. you say, "Well, so how do you do that?" And you know, the answer is if I'm standing looking, say, due at ninety degrees due west, and I look up in the sky and I see a, a, a happy face. That's great, but then if I'm 
standing and looking just a little bit off of that, you see it from the side. You don't see anything at all. Just just the shell, just the just the fireworks. So in order mm-hmm. to see to to get a happy face where a lot of people can see it, what they do is just shoot a bunch of happy faces because <laughs> there's no controlling how it's going to display. And the odds are that you know if they shoot twenty of those, the odds are that a good percentage of the uh, of the crowd will be able to see one of the versions of the happy face. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no. This is, this is the thing that you know the the kids once they find out that you can yeah. you can set off explosions and you can get paid for it. This is what. Uh, <laughs> drive people into the technology of uh, fireworks and I've I've talked to several fireworks engineers over the years and they all say yeah. it started when I was 3 <laughs> it started right. when I was 5 you know they're they not, are it's a not like they are a yeah <laughs> I'm sorry Joe go on go on no go on no I'm going to say they are a, a, a special and dedicated crew they they really love it uh and yeah. And uh, they have teams. I mean, there's, you know, Frances has her team. I think the Flying Monkeys is what she calls her team. <laughs> and there's uh, the hundreds or probably thousands of those teams out there. But Frances' team does our show. And right. the state requires uh, that you have a license. You know, obviously you have to be licensed to, to uh, conduct one of these shows. Uh, but each show only has to have one licensee, and that would be, in our case, Francis. But because our show is so popular with the crew themselves, it's their Christmas. It's their favorite show of the year. They bring their family. They have pizza and uh, food out on the pier, and they spend the day out there. Um, uh, we have her crew includes sometimes six or eight licensed people just as workers because they also love to be involved with the show. So, you know, not only are Francis and John just absolutely top drawer, but the crew that works for them is the most qualified probably that ever launches a show in, in California. You know, that's, that's, that's interesting. Um, You know, what you were saying earlier about the wind and the fog being the big factors. I remember a couple of years, um, not not necessarily this fireworks show, but other fireworks show like the Fourth of July, because there's a whole bunch of them along the coastline. Yeah. About um, just seeing the bottom half of the firework. You know, it goes up and explodes, but you only see half of it because there's a cloud bank there. Um, and right. So you just see, yeah, you just see the bottom half of it. And but um, you know, <laughs> I, I wanted to get get back to the wind thing. Um, you know, normally here we have we have an onshore wind, except for when we we get those Santa Anas. Um, when 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 have you ever had a fireworks show when we've had the Santa Anas where it was blowing out towards the ocean where it affected the show? No, no, we probably have. I haven't. Uh, we haven't had. We haven't had. Uh, but I think two times that we had weather delays. And one year, like mm-hmm. Kelly probably remember, you know, like five years ago, Kelly, it was raining cats and dogs. Um, and, As I and say, it, it was, was raining sideways. That was a raining sideways night, you guys. That was insane. It was. It was I, like we 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 all sat out. I mean, tens of thousands of us all sat out in the rain from three o'clock up until six thirty, when you really start getting excited, and then the rain just kept coming and coming. And I'm out on the pier with the fire marshal and Francis, and the wind is blowing and blowing, and it's quarter of seven, and I'm just you know, 
like, oh my gosh, are we going to make it um, before the win? Because all of it, you know, once once it says cancel, it's cancel, you know. So yeah. I made the decision. I made the decision at about ten minutes before seven that said, you know, if I don't do this right now, all these people in the street are going to be really disappointed. Um, and if I wait, that may happen. And so we went 10 minutes early. Um, and the show was great and successful, and, and everybody loved it. And at, about that time, Kelly, we got hit with what I feel like was a tsunami. I mean, a squall <laughs> went through there. <laughs> well, you know what was I funny? Mean, it was like a big I... wave. I oh, yeah. vividly remember that year because I was running around dealing with a couple problems just within downtown, and it was ra- everybody was trying to navigate what was going to happen. And Pete, you know, Pete makes yeah. the decision along with the fire marshal. And I had yeah. at, at that moment I was up on Manhattan Avenue, which is just you know 100 feet up, um, dealing with something, right. and all of a sudden uh, the rain is, is like a, just a wall it was the sky opened up and it's raining and people are screaming and yelling and everybody's waiting so they're so dedicated to these fireworks they enjoy enjoy it so much i looked i'm thinking everybody's gonna run right and no one no one was moving they're all like we're (laughs) hunkering down we're gonna wait you know i'm like okay 10 more minutes and then all of a sudden out they don't really they don't announce it it just boom we start going with the fireworks and everybody was so thrilled i think but you know what's funny is the people also are like you know why they start them early and i'm like Right. Are you joking? <laughs> I mean, we were all yeah. drenched rats. You know, it was it was hysterical. But um, I think that's you know, and that goes back to the technology, right? We you know we have to right. work with it, right. and we can't always you know tell people. And part of the surprise was just Pete's decision to you know to go time, and right. it was gorgeous, and everybody loved it. And I truly, I remember, you know, no one left. It was like it was this phenomena. Everybody no. loves it. They're so loyal to it. It is so special. Right. And everybody, it, was, it, it there was, wasn't anybody who wasn't uh, soaking wet that year. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I just have those yeah. same images, Kelly, of wet people just dripping, but they were all laughing, you know. It was like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is crazy. <laughs> I and was then, there that I year. That there I, was, a, of course, there, were, there was a letter in I, the Beach Reporter, someone <laughs> complaining. There was someone complaining about, you know, they were planning on going outside of their home at 7 o'clock to see the show, and they were disappointed it went 10 minutes earlier. And I I explained (laughs) in a letter back to the paper saying, look, it was either go then or not go in my mind, and sorry about that. But, you know, we have to deal with nature, and we made the best decision we could, and most people had a great time. So onward. Yeah. (laughs) I I remember that clearly because my husband and I – uh, were invited. Uh, one of his coworkers lives in, uh, down in one of the Walk Streets of Manhattan Beach, and we were they they have a party there every year, and uh, and mm-hmm. we go to the party. We have some bites and sips, and then we walk down to the pier, and it was pouring. I mean, it we were all soaked. I mean, <laughs> soaked. I, yeah. I had like a jacket on or something, and I was soaked. Yeah, yeah. But it was hey, fun. Can we talk about for a second maybe uh, our little surprise that we're we're going to test out this year, Pete? Sure, Kellen, go ahead. Uh, he's like, you, yeah, you go for it. So, 
<laughs> it's are we um, getting are we getting a scoop? We're getting a scoop. Okay, okay. I love you're this. getting the scoop, and it's kind of it's a test. I want to reiterate that if, you know for everybody who's listening, this is going to be a, you know testing testing one two three. This is definitely a test this year. But back to Pete, you know, uh, ten minutes ago said what super is special is when you are actually down in downtown Manhattan Beach and you can hear the music and um, be a part of the fireworks and have the entire kind of 360 experience all around you, whereas the people maybe who are um, even just down the street, down the beach, because the beaches are just full of people, the strand is full of people, the homes all throughout, you know, the um, kind of the western, you know, edge part of Manhattan Beach have house parties, like you said, Jackie. I mean, you know, the the greater attendance, when they do attendance count, it's, you know, 50,000 people plus. And that 50,000 isn't just on Manhattan Beach Boulevard in downtown. It is also the Strand, the Pier, um, the beach, the homes that are in that area. So one of the things that we are trying this year, trying to bring that music in, uh, the fireworks music, and the element of all of that, you know, choreography, is we're going to try live streaming the fireworks along with the music um, so people who aren't right down smack in, in the hot zone and can hear all the music will be able to partake on that experience on a grander level. Um, oh. it, is, mm-hmm. it is an experiment because there's so many, you know, again, technology is a blessing and a beast. There's so much interference. Um, so we are... There's a delay yeah, to there's the stream. All sorts. So, you know, so we are going to um, – Pete is working with um, the people that actually uh, help with uh, our website so, um, and our social media. We are, they're going to be posted up in one of the pier parking lots and um, trying to capture the fireworks and the music. And if all goes right – if you tune in, if if you're not in the, the hot zone downtown and you want to be able to hear, you know, all the music and everything that's going with it, if you tune into um, our Facebook, the Downtown Manhattan Beach Facebook page, um, and possibly our Instagram, we're trying both. And again, I wish I could give you more definite. Um, we're going to live stream the fireworks at the moment that they're happening. Um, it's a little bit of a test this year, and then hopefully we'll be able to work out, you know, the, the kinks. Um, for next year, but we're kind of excited about it, and it, it really is more. It's about bringing it into everybody's, you know, home, or even if they're at a business. Like some of the, even the um, businesses or the people that are sitting way up Manhattan Beach Boulevard, up towards where Valley and Arbor right, Metlox right. is, you can't always hear all the right. music from down below. So, no. you know, this is our first step into trying to bring it, you know, spread the love and bring it out into more people. So we're kind of excited about it, but we don't know how it's going to go. That is fantastic. fantastic. That that is fantastic. And not only that, but the people that aren't even in Manhattan Beach will be able to watch it. And and hear it, and they don't, and you don't have to worry about delays on that. You know, if if somebody's sitting in a in a in a, a Hawthorne and they want to watch it and hear it, that, that'd be cool. yeah, Utah, Kyrgyzstan, <laughs> uh, you know, wherever. <laughs> right. Yeah, we the music is obviously on a CD, and so we're gonna between John Noonan and and then uh, people that we're working with, Rachel and so forth, we're going to um, try to coordinate when we hit the go button on both CDs so it'll be it'll be close 
Um, and so, but right. like Kelly said, it's a trial, and you know, it's not it's not really a new idea. It's new technology, of course. Um, but you know, radio stations for decades have been running on the Fourth of July, play the soundtrack. Uh, for people right. across the whole city to be able to hear. And so this is just an extension of that. And we hope it will increase the enjoyment of everyone who's participating and, and maybe help reduce some uh, Some people maybe say, well, we don't have to come downtown. We can enjoy it just as well or very nicely here on our at home and uh, maybe re- mm-hmm. help re- uh, re- relieve some congestion. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great mm-hmm. idea. That's a fantastic idea. That's a great idea. And as Kelly said, it's a test. Now, Kelly, is that is that the uh, downtown Manhattan Beach uh, Facebook page? Is it? Yeah. Is it the Chamber Facebook? Okay, it's not the yeah. Manhattan Beach Fireworks website. It's the. It's this, be the no. We're we, you know we're stepping we're stepping into the slow. It was literally I think we started had this idea last week, Pete. Didn't I mean we just we just right. kind of <laughs> dreamed this up and uh, right. this year just because of time constraints, you know, and um, just getting through kind of some red tape, we're gonna do it uh, on our Facebook page this year. Um, if all goes well, you know, next year it will um, maybe you know we'll be able to do it on the on the chamber website or the city website or something else. But uh, and start you know with the thought much earlier uh but for right now it, this year for the test it'll be on the downtown manhattan beach facebook um live stream okay all right just so just so you know joe and i have had much experience doing these live streams uh mm-hmm. <laughs> make make sure that your hard line your internet hard line has has the has the speed it needs <laughs> yeah right. uh, we've had we've right. had we've had some issues with that where where we've paid you know, we we do a live event and and we're going to stream it live and we pay uh, to to have a hard line and um, if you don't specify, you know that there's enough power, enough speed in it, uh, you you end up getting that uh that 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 stop and go effect, which is always very annoying. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. I hear you. Well, yeah, we're we're doing it. Uh, we're stepping like again. We're stepping into it. So, um, it's, you know, we're excited about it. And uh, with anything new, even even if it's it runs off without a hitch, there's always ways to improve upon it next year. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start a lot earlier with the idea next year. And no matter how it goes this year, we'll definitely do it next year. Just do it bigger and better. And um, you know, and and spread the love to many more people. Oh, that's mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. And Joe, Fantastic. I'm sure you're excited about this because you're all you're all about the technology. I'm 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 already I'd trying like, to I'd tune like to in. Say, I'm trying I'd to like tune to in. Say, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> I'd like to say one thing that that uh, is is really critical in in all of this, and that is the the city of Manhattan Beach. I mean, Kelly and the Downtown Association are great partners, uh, as you can see, um, but. Behind the scenes is the city of Manhattan Beach, the council and the staff and department heads. And there's hundreds of uh, city personnel, literally, that work this event every year. Um, and the city just bends over backwards uh, to make it work. And, and uh, without that, you know, this would uh, would probably not be able to get off the ground. So just mm-hmm. everyone should really appreciate council and the staff. They work so hard. We one of the things uh, with with Kelly was riding my back a few years ago about uh, <laughs> these barricades and uh, porta potties showing up in town in front of her members' stores on Thursday, head <laughs> uh, of the show. And I don't know what the problem with that was, but Kelly was upset about it. <laughs> you know so what? We, we try to keep Kelly. We try to keep <laughs> Kelly happy. So what we what we came up with was. Uh, 
was the uh, just-in-time kind of installation where instead of things showing up on Thursday and Friday, we we uh, we suggested to the city, who also put up a lot of barricades and everything, suggested that we combine forces and just have one vendor and make it all happen uh, on the morning of Sunday uh, of the show and uh, then take it all down that same day. So it's a one-day uh, interference uh, with normal business down there. And we did that last year, I think, was the first time, Cal, was it? Yeah. Maybe the year before? Yeah, last year was. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's, uh, it's, it made a great difference, and I think her members are happy in it, and, I, and I'm proud of the fact that we, you know, we come to town and, and, and do the show and get all the enjoyment, everyone, but we try to minimize any disruption we have to the merchants and their normal business. And, well, and, uh, and again, the city the city is a big part in making that happen as well. They're a huge part. And let me just say, um, if I'm crawling up your back, Pete, I've got like, you know, 30 people crawling up mine. <laughs> I don't crawl unless my back is scratched, you know. Um, but, uh, yes, you know, I, what we can't forget is, um, business and commerce. This is the holidays. So all of these stores and businesses, restaurants, salons, everybody, retail, this is the second weekend of December, which you know represents huge sales numbers, particularly for the retailers. So when we, the city, uh, starts closing down the streets to make this event safe, which again, you know, obviously always is paramount, um, the minute they start closing down those streets and clearing and the parking and everything, it becomes a ghost town sometimes on um, Manhattan Avenue, Highland, you know, and what, you know, we're all focused on the event, but what we have to remember is these retailers are in their second weekend of holiday sales, which is thousands and thousands of dollars just to one store. So when we, you know, close that up, it, you know, they, they sit there and they look at me like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing to us? And and then you know, right. as the event grows every year, we've had to kind of they started setting up earlier with the cones, with the porta potties, with the barricades being dropped in. And you know, the one year we kind of ha- you always have a tipping point with things like you know like this, and yeah. uh, things were delivered early. And oh my gosh, my back was red for you know a couple months. I had so many people crawling up of it. So Pete heard us, um, and uh, you know, obviously he owned a business in downtown Manhattan Beach for years right. and years. And years. Right. He gets right. it. He's a you're you're a great part partner Pete and the city is too of course and um, last year was the first year that you know everything kind of was put into place on Sunday morning and um, it worked beautifully it helped the businesses and um, and then the other thing you know, I really want to point out too is the city does a phenomenal job public works particularly of cleaning up right if you come down right. here on Monday morning there's no signs that anything happened the night before Exactly. <laughs> they do it with all the events, and, it, and I thank them every time and every year. I thank the police. I thank Public Works. Going, you guys are amazing because you come down here on Monday morning, you'll have no idea that anything happened last right. night. And I love that. Right. And it, right. it truly is a massive team effort. Everybody, whenever anybody has a concern, whether it's you know my group, whether it's Peace Group, whether it's police or Public Works, we sit in a room months beforehand, putting it all on the table, right. going, okay, here's my concern how do we deal with this and everybody's right. so collaborative mm-hmm. and 
um, you know, even now people are doing like, you know, more shout outs to the stores to get people down here shopping. While when you come down to, you know, drop your picnic blanket and reserve your space on the cement for the fireworks show, you know, go then go shopping into some of the stores. Take advantage of the holiday specials that a lot of the retailers are doing. You know, some of the restaurants do to-go boxes and picnic boxes. So we're trying to do more integration to the businesses too so it just doesn't create a whatever, four four to six hour gap of business on what's one of their busiest holiday Sunday weekends of you know, of the Christmas season. So So Kelly, I go ahead. Go ahead, Pete. Go ahead, Pete. No, I was gonna say I think Love and Salt is trying again this year, uh, aren't they? Yeah. Kelly with some kind of to go sausage sandwich boxes the sausage is made on site at love assault it is incredible they like these sausage rolls you can you know you can order them up in advance you can just literally run in and pick up your you know your to-go boxes um shade hotel the zinc cafe is doing the same thing they're doing what's called picnic and park and you can order for four people um like picnic basket food with salads and burrata caprese salads and turkey sandwiches and everything and you can also take advantage of the valet parking at shade which is you know worth all the tea in china um um, you can order that in advance and obviously there's a limited amount of space for that valet parking so you can do that a couple of the stores down on manhattan avenue so as people walk as you know people drive here and park or they uber in or a lot of people walk because you Mm -hmm. you know the perimeter is set so wide manhattan avenue a lot of the retailers are doing um, music in their stores like in the afternoon also um, a lot of them will give specials 20% off. A um, couple are giving 50% off like one item between a certain time, like, you know, 5 p.m. or something, just to help um, stimulate those sales and give people who are, who, who do come down um, who might maybe have a half hour or an hour to go do a little shopping. They, the stores will also hold your bags. If you, if you want to go shopping but you don't want to, you know, take them back to your picnic site, the stores will hold your bags. You can go pick them up on Monday morning or whatever. Um, but but we, you know, we try to integrate everybody and every element into this, and and make the event work for the businesses, obviously as well as for the public. And um, I was, I was in, uh, I, I was at um, Coffee Bean the other day and noticed they have a sign up in there that says, you know, get your pack for eight people, sign up ahead of time, and all you have to, all you have to do is stop by. She she told me the manager Megan said it's their busiest day of the year. So they have a you know a grab and go kind of program going there. We're we're excited to see the merchants doing that because, like Kelly said, I'm I'm one of them. And I, one of the things we've also done along those lines is we've prohibited any vendors. Um, most of these yeah. kind of events have vendors that come out you know from out of town and and uh, steal business from the locals, and uh, that's not going to happen. So we we we're we're proud to be a part of downtown Manhattan Beach. Yeah, no, you, it, it really, it, it, that goes back to community. You know, it's the whole community, right. um, and that that's every element of the community uh, making this just such a successful event. Uh, Pete, you want to mention the um, the no drone rule? Oh my gosh, thank you for bringing that up. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that is that is really important. Drones, of course, have become ubiquitous. It seems and. Uh, there are danger uh, that one or two might run into each other and create a problem. Um, so we are trying every way we can to, to tell that there are no drones allowed whatsoever. It's a public safety issue. 
um, and the, the, the police uh, are, are looking at ways they can track down and prosecute uh, people who are violating that. So wow. please, please, uh, in, don't, don't, no drones is, uh, is an important message to get out there. Kelly, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, and it's, it's drones it's, and it's, fireworks do not mix. Well, no, it's, it's not, not a, a good thing. It's not only that, but um, if, I mean, you've got, you do, you've got 50,000 plus people that are typically outside, you know, partaking and then watching this. And there are, we've seen multiple drones in the past. And if the drone fails or if they collide with each other, which we've seen almost happen a couple times, if that drone falls, and even though those drones aren't, I mean, they're small, technically, yeah. but if it falls into a crowd of people or in someone's head or, you know, you've got a problem. And so we're not just saying no drones because we don't want anybody taking pictures. Like, pictures are gorgeous. Of course, everybody wants to take pictures and film and everything, but it's a safety issue. When you've got drones flying over your head everywhere, um, one little problem and it can hurt somebody. And we don't want anybody to be hurt, let alone a group of people to be hurt. Yeah, you got to yeah, yeah, you're right. That's that that is an issue. I you know, in the past, uh, just a few years ago, I recall seeing somebody took a video. Somebody sent a drone like right into the fireworks. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah. it was beautiful footage. I mean, it was like you were there smack in the yeah. middle of fireworks, but boy, that can be dangerous. What about a firework? What about a shell hitting a drone and and dropping it on right. people or something? So, right. yeah, wow. That's going to be interesting. I wonder how would they enforce that. Hmm. Well, we've talked it's, about it's that. It's not easy to do. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's not easy, but but yeah. uh, it's it is so obviously something that uh, needs to be controlled. So well, I'm glad yeah. to get the word We're, out. Our, our only message is it's not worth going to jail over. Don't there bring the drone. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. not worth it. Go old school and enjoy it with your own eyeballs, right? Um, right you know, that video right. that you're talking about, we all, uh, I mean, we both know what video that is. It's, it's a stunning yeah. video. Uh, and yeah, that was, I think, three years ago. And that's what, you know, that was kind of the beginning right. of the drone error. And, um, yeah. you know, you look at that video and go, holy shnikes, how, you know, that drone flew through all those fireworks. But with that yeah. comes, you know, uh, dozens of other drones over the years. And, and that's really the problem is we don't want any of them um, falling into the crowd. That's the bottom well, line. Well, yeah, and that's and the bottom line is, you know, one person can mess it up for a lot of people. So, you right. know, don't be that person. Don't be that person. No drones. Okay, I'm right. glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that. Yeah. Important. Wow. Excellent. Well, it has been an amazing hour that seemed like 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I... I don't know of any other event in the South Bay that is quite like this with the history, the connection with Disneyland and, and <laughs> other uh, connections. And, and, and the spectacular nature of it is it's just mind-boggling. It's a, uh, a sight to behold. Everyone will be uh, in attendance. I, my family, have enjoyed it for many years from in front of or near the 90210 house, that that interface mm-hmm. between Hermosa and Manhattan, where there's a little jug or a jog in the strand, and there's a nice piece of sand with my name on it. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would love to uh, get closer, but it's always a tangle. 
and uh, so yeah. we have enjoyed it there. And uh, oh my gosh, I have to tell you guys, I have to tell you guys this story. I think it was, I think it was that rainy year. Was that four or five years yeah. ago? That husband and I, we did it. It it was I think the first time that we really. I think I had just signed up for Uber. Like I really hadn't used it until then, and maybe once or twice. And my husband and I mm. decided we're going to Uber up to Manhattan Beach, right? Fifty-eight dollars. <laughs> well, and, and let me let me. I have a fun story. I was like, oh my god, fifty-eight dollars. I back then I didn't know about what did they call it when there were. There was surge, high, uh, surge charges. Surge. Yes, yes, it was. Yes. I, yeah, I, I had just started using it, so I had no idea what a surge, <laughs> a surge uh, rate was, and uh, so we we kind of got bottled up on that. But uh, you know, something bikes bikes are the way to go. Well, that and you know, yeah. and that we Ubers, um, Uber and Lyft, whatever ride share, any type of ride share, there is um, the drop the drop off recommended drop off zones for ride share vehicles are even you know pushed out because they have to be and so just imagine you know, they're they? in with all Where the other traffic officially so that so that people can know to remind their Uber and Lyft drivers where are the designated mm-hmm. drop-off zones. Right. If you're coming from the south, like from whatever, Redondo, PV, uh, Manhattan Avenue and about 4th or 5th um, Street is the drop zone there. Then you just walk down Manhattan Avenue. If um, there is a zone in front of the Vons on um, Valley, just on the edge of mm-hmm. downtown, but that is so congested, I, I don't recommend that. Um, to the north mm-hmm. side of downtown, they pull in and drop off in front of the um, the Chamber of Commerce and the Jocelyn Center area on Valley, and then also over on Highland and 15th in front of the City um, Hall area. Again, so congested, it is very difficult, you know, to get to those areas. Uh, quickly, one year mm-hmm. I was a couple years ago I was um, I had a, I had pneumonia, so I missed the fireworks. I wasn't able to come down, and it was one of the first years we were doing all the drop zones for the rideshares. And I remember I was sitting there looking on the app um, on Uber and Lyft apps to see how many you know cars were going into because we were trying to strategically figure out where the best place is to have these drop zones and everything and i kept pulling up the app it was like you know candy to me i kept looking at it i was so frustrated i couldn't be down for for the event and it's all those little cars you know when you pull up the app to order a car you can see where all the cars are yeah they're like yes. oh it was like little ants i mean the whole screen <laughs> was ants of cars everywhere and i was just giggling going oh and that was a couple of years ago so you know it's grown but um yes come Early, 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 come down at 2 o'clock, come down at 3 o'clock, grab your parking earlier, ride share in, and you know, go shopping, um, grab a bite to eat at one of the restaurants, or go shopping, take advantage of it early, and just truly make an afternoon out of it. Because, um, and we, it, should, we, sh- we should recommend, make reservations. If you're planning on dining, yeah. going down early at dining, yeah. make a reservation now, yeah. if right. not right. next week. Yeah. Can I, can we I have throw in, uh, can I throw... I'm sorry. Go Pete, ahead. Go on. No, Pete. No, I go just on. wanted to say that uh, before before we run out of time here, I wanted to say that this whole uh, event started as a business wanting to give back to the community. Um, and if you look at the Manhattan Beach uh, fireworks, mbfireworks.com, you'll see all the businesses that have signed up for that. Skechers is our title sponsor. L.A. Car Guy, Belkin, Chevron, Connecta, Manhattan Village, the Kettle. Uh, and so forth. If you look, those companies foot the bill uh, to make this tradition possible. So I hope everyone will appreciate that and frequent those businesses because 
this is a private sector funded project uh, with support from the city, and it, those those companies make this all happen for all of us. Yep, good point. Mm-hmm. Glad we got that in. Excellent point. All right, we yeah. love the Joe, sponsor. You got to wrap it up, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The 30th anniversary of the Manhattan Beach Fireworks Show is coming up this Sunday, December 9th, at the Manhattan Beach Pier. Plan accordingly. Reservations are required. Plan your 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 transportation accordingly. And uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Pete Moffat, thanks for joining us today. We love what you do. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you all. Kelly Stroman, a good friend of the South Bay Show for many years. Thank you so much. We love what you do. Thank you. And both back to both of you. You do so much for Manhattan Beach. We really appreciate it. This, we hope, is going to be a long uh, friendship. Uh, we hope to have Kelly back often. Uh, and uh, thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday in Manhattan Beach at the Manhattan Beach Pier or near there, enjoy the boom, boom, boom. We'll see you then. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.